Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W. J. B. Internet radio for the inquisitive mind and the sophisticated ear. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday Evening Shout Gospel Music in the Basement with Javon. My name is Javon and I am your hostess tonight. I want to welcome you. And thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening. Thank you in advance for every prayer. And thank you for the prayers that you've given me in the past. This has been a really, really interesting on and popping kind of week. And there's a lot of things going on in my mind tonight. Um, This world is very complicated. And yet it's really, really simple for me. There are two keys and two things that have been going through on through my mind throughout the week as things have been unfolded. And the first thing being communication. Communication. We don't tell the truth about how we feel, the real truth, the truth that makes us vulnerable, hurts our feelings to say, you know, um, I'm sad because you don't like me, or I'm scared because I think you won't like me, or you think I'm ugly, and now I'm questioning whether or not I'm ugly, and, you know, things things of that nature, you know, that, that rawness, and um, I, I don't like you because you don't like me, you hurt my feeling, and I see you as a person of power, and, and yeah, I... I I do think I'm better than you because you do this and I don't. (laughs) You know, whatever that thinking is, people need to really, really start communicating because and being truthful, not only with one another, but with themselves. Because I like to ask people, you know, what makes you think that you're better than someone else? What makes you think that your sin is more acceptable in God's eyes than someone else's sin. And of all the things that's listed in the Bible as a sin, I mean, almost everything could be perceived as a sin, depending on who's doing the translation or, you know, who's perceiving it, you know, um, who picks and chooses which sins are, are more devastating for God? But um, communication, we need to talk about some things. And 
The other thing, that's the first theme is communication. But the other thing is love. Simply love. Um, do people really know what love is? Do, do I know what love is? What I do know about love and the truth of love is that love is more powerful than any evil. Love is stronger and conquers all evil. When you come from a place of love, <laughs> your sincere intentions, your, your sincere intentions will heal your loving ways, your kindness will be a blessing to others. When I think about the love of God, which is so powerful, it's it's really, honestly, and for me, it's incomprehensible. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't think I'm capable of that kind of love. But I know that with God, I'm safe because God loves me. It doesn't matter what you think or what you say about me. And in the way that I then have to deal with you. You know, it would be such a pleasant experience, this human experience, if we could all just get to the place of love. And as easy as it is for us to communicate the things that disappoint us and piss us off, excuse me if that's an offensive phrase, the things that make us angry, the things that we don't like about somebody or somebody's preferences, lifestyles, likes, don't likes, or whatever, we don't talk about the things that we love. Love, love, love. As easily. And when we allow the things that we don't like to outweigh the things that we like or to supersede or to blind us to the things that we like, then we should know for ourselves that we are not acting or we are not coming from a place of love. You know for yourself when you walk into someone's home or someone's environment, let's just say someone's office. And you are being received from a good place. You know what that feels like when you are being welcomed. And you also know when you are being thrown shade. I'm going to take this down a notch for a second because obviously I'm, I'm starting to get in my feelings. And, and that's okay because, you know, hey, I, I, I'm from the Keep It Real school and you know, if, if y'all ain't ready, y'all might as well hang up the phones, click off the link, and stop listening because there's some things on my mind right now. And and I want to come from a place of love. And so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play some music that reminds me of how God loves me. And then I will try to pick this discussion back up. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio Sunday Evening Shout Gospel Music in the Basement with Javon. And so, as I stated at the top of the show, my topics for tonight are love and communication. And speaking of communication, we have someone who wants to say hello. 3912 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? Hi, this is George from hey, New Jersey. <laughs> How are you? How you good? How you doing? I'm doing good. Happy Father's Day. Thank you very much. Um, it just uh, what you said before about people loving one another, and it just uh, uh, brought up a, a, a little tale I want to tell. Um, I've been friends with. Hello? George. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I lost you there for a minute. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so you said you've been friends with who? Uh, I, I was... Ooh, seems like we have a really bad connection. George? Oh, uh, is it okay? <laughs> it's going in and out, sweetheart. Okay, you... can you hear me? You're going in and out still. Okay, can you hear uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, I'll try to get this done real quick then. Um no, cuz you I was talking uh, and uh, on top of your show you were talking about uh, love and how people should experience more. Um there was this friend I have for a couple of years. Um we were good friends. Um you know, I at least I thought I was. And um we got into talk about politics. I know they should never say, never argue about politics or religion, but um, I like that people have their own idea on that. But anyway, um, he said just because we had different uh, political views, he called me stupid and said he couldn't be my friend because of that. But I would hope that uh, most people would um, respect somebody to have their own belief in something, even I might admit I might not agree with a lot of things somebody might do or say, but at least I'll have the respect for them. At least they have their belief they're doing that. So, you know, I guess um, that comes down to, well, the person you knew, I guess you didn't love you to begin with if they can't accept, you know, differences in people. So That's true. That's absolutely true, George. And as a matter of fact, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is exactly what I want to talk about tonight. Um, when we have a difference of opinion and, you know, really, you know, I gotta, I gotta just say it plain. I, I, I want to talk about, um, um, churches basically, um, when a church casts people out or sits there and makes people feel like they, they're not good enough to be in the church or that they don't belong or that they're less than. And expect them to continue to come and tithe and just be quiet and and accept whatever is being said about them. And, you know, like if, if, for example, and this is, this is the, this is the problem here. This is, this is really the big problem. This thing with Orlando and Pulse has really got me crazy right now. Oh, I I know that whole thing is crazy. Yeah, and how some pastors are saying that, you know, 
the people are going to hell or that the, they were pedophiles. You know, pedophilia and homosexuality are two different things. But um, aside from just that, you know, because those 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 things that we're seeing, those are fanatics. That's not the majority of pastors of right. and so forth and so on. There's, there's, there's some fanatics out there. I get that. But I've had some discussions with um, people from these churches who want to build a relationship with the LGBT community, which is a wonderful thing. But they think it's oh, but they but they see homosexuality as being this major sin, and they don't understand the hurt. That has been caused. And if, if, if these people really read the Bible um, to begin with, they would know that God's love is not just for a few people, but it's for everyone. So He's not going to cast down anybody like that. What these people think, and um, you know, it's it, like you said, it, it comes down to love, and God loves everybody. He just doesn't pick one person and say, "I'm going to love you, and I'm going to love you, and now I'm going to love you." So. People, I don't know, in this day and age, it's just sad to think that people still think like that. It, it's a shame. Yeah, but, you know, the, the big thing is that you can't pick and choose what things right. from the Bible are going to be bigger sins than other sins. And, and also understanding why things in the Bible days were considered or thought of as sins. Right. And, and, and you know something... You know the the guy sleeping. You know you you sleeping with multiple women in your tribe. Well, you know, or or you know, if this woman doesn't give you a son, you know, then you could take a slave woman in, and she can make you a son. And you know, I mean, that was fine then, but that's not fine now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I you know, it really gets on my nerves when people hide behind the Bible and they can pick and choose little snippets and put it together as they wanted to see it, but they don't really read it in full what it really means. I just don't like when people try to hide behind it and try to pick different things and try to glue it together and try to make sense to themselves. You know, it's not right. Yeah, yeah. Well, George, as always, I thank you so much for calling. You know, um, you put a smile on my face, as always, and and I thank you. You do, too, and um, a great show so far, and um, have a very good one. Thank you, and happy Father's Day again. Hugs to your daughter. Thank you very much. All right, hon. All right, take care. Yes, you too. So I just want to, you know, I just want to piggyback a little bit more. I don't know if people have been listening to the show for the past week or so. You know, I've had extra shows and everything, and people have been talking. So it was put to me like this by someone from, I'll just say, quote, unquote, the church, right? And I think those of you listening understand what I mean by that. And this person was very well-intentioned, I want to say that. Um, I understood that. And so prayerfully, the of communication are open. But what worries me is that people 
when they see things their way, it's hard for them to see their fault. So a couple of things were said, and um, one of those things was, just because somebody did something to me, to you years ago, you're punishing me for it. So in other words, if, if I went to church 10 years ago, let's just say, and got a negative word from the pastor or whatever, um, let's just say they were talking negatively about homosexuality, let's just say, for example, and I felt offended. And so the, the thing was, oh, so now you're going to punish the, the whole church community forever for that or blame the, the people who are currently in the church for that. And, and the answer to that question is no. It, it's, it's a lot deeper than that, a lot deeper than that. So if you are an Afro-American, if you're a black person, regardless of where you are in this country, and you've ever gone into a department store and you felt like people were watching you because of the color of your skin. Or if you felt, if you've ever felt in a restaurant, let's just say if you, if you're George and maybe you were dressed that day in your work outfit, your work uniform, and someone who may have been a doctor not treated you well or 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 looked down on you or or like your friend because of your your political beliefs called you stupid or if you've ever felt like you didn't belong when you walked in the door because of the way that people looked at you the way that people treated you the vibe the energy that people sent you Y'all know what I'm talking about. You ever went into somebody's office and they gave you that up and down look? I remember clearly one time going into a restaurant and I had money. I probably could have paid for quite a few people to dine in there. And someone said, the, the maitre d' actually said to me, the the meals cost $50 each. And I walked out, not because the meals cost $50 each. I was prepared to pay more than that, I really thought. But I walked out because of the snootiness. You understand what I'm saying? I'm definitely not giving you your my money if you are going to talk to me that way before I even sit down. I, I can read a menu. I know what a price is. You know, uh, come on. But what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is not somebody necessarily saying something to you, but that vibe, that look. And so the person who was talking on the radio show the the other day mentioned that there was somebody who was gay who comes to the church, who's married and everything. And I didn't ask the question, but I doubt somehow that this person, that this, this woman who was gay was married in that church. But it's possible that 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 happened. And if that happened, then that's a good thing. But there's a vibe that's given off that says 
I'm better than you. And that's the thing that keeps people out of church. And it's not just gay people. You can walk into a church and be the only person of a particular color or or whatever. And people look at you funny or you dress in a certain way or whatever. And people look at you and make you feel uncomfortable. You know, maybe I'm the only one this happens to. You know, maybe y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. But I know my experience has been I was made to feel like I didn't belong. And the vibe, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know what I'm saying. I I just, um, it's not about what you say. It's about what you do. If we think about the book of Leviticus, talks about a whole lot of things that's an abomination. And like I always say, when I see Christians picketing red lobster and talking about that kind of thing in the pulpit, then you can go down the line and talk about men sleeping with men. But if you don't talk about the things that you do, then don't talk about the things that I do. Preach about the love of God. Preach about how to get closer to God. Preach about the things that Jesus spoke about. Jesus ain't never spoke about homosexuality. Not one place in the Bible does Jesus talk about that. If at first you don't Say you should just try, try again. Sometimes I know it is hard for you to believe. You are not alone. Some days that's me, but one day we will see that this help for you. Gotta believe it. You gotta say it and believe it. That's all you gotta do. Calling me 
Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Sunday evening shout. Gospel music in the basement with Javon. And, you know, I don't mean to get carried away. I don't mean to get emotional on the air. I, I think that's, um, I don't know, that's not what I what I do the show for, but sometimes I, I, I'm... My passion speaks for me. That's how I'll say it. You know, um, my my passion cannot be bound. I just believe that you can't pick and choose from the Bible. If you are a Christian, you should be following Christ and doing as Christ said. Not that you shouldn't learn from the other books of the Bible, but as a Christian, we should be focused on what Jesus was focused on. Is Does that make sense? Or is it just me? I wish somebody... I wish I had a witness or somebody could help me out here. Um, Because for me, being a Christian means that I follow the path of Christ. Not that I pick and choose other things in the Bible that I want to, you know, oh, I think that's bad. So let let me find, if it's not in the Ten Commandments, outside of the, the, the New Testament. It is not in the Ten Commandments. These are the commandments that were sent down and set down by God. Right? And um, there's a lot of coveting that goes on in the church. But I, we ain't going to talk about that. I mean, well, maybe we do talk about it, but we kind of glaze over it and we laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. But are those people who we know are coveting or doing the hokey pokey with the good reverend over there or sister such and such over there or minister this and deacon that, when we know they're doing, they're stepping out or doing whatever it is that they do that is in the Bible, you know, the Bible says, you know, it's, it's not cool. Are we glaring at them during service, making them feel bad? You know, I doubt it. I doubt it. So if I I know that sister such and such is on her menstrual cycle and her husband is sleeping in the same bed with her. Am I throwing the Bible at them and talking about how much of a sin that is? Cheryl and I had done a music video quite some time ago. It's, it's a long time now. It's almost 10 years probably. But when we completed the the video, I was so excited. It was a marriage equality video. And we shared it. I shared it with all of my Facebook friends. 
you know, connected it to their pages and whatnot. And I had some people who were of the church who were my, my Facebook friends because we had previously done a gospel CD. And this one pastor had a lot of um, backlash because the video was on her page. And she inboxed me and she said, oh, my God, people are coming after me. Don't put anything else on my page. Now, I, you know, you put me in a bad position. And I was, I was really shocked. I was like, wow, really? I, in today's age, I'm like, and this is your ministry? These are the people you minister to. So I looked at her page to see what she was talking about. And the meanest, nastiest things that you could imagine, I mean, some vile things were said. Pushers, they had nothing but a bunch of poop pushers. And I guess what they meant by that is the perceived way that men have sex with men. But what I thought was nasty was the vileness that was coming, the vile comments that were being put on this woman's Facebook page by Christians. I don't want to go sit in the church with these people. I don't even want to be next to them. That's mean. That's evil. That's not of love. And I'm and this is not saying all Christians, all churches. So before people start going there, obviously that's not true. Matter of fact, I want to give a shout out to First Baptist in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Love that church. Love that congregation. That's not my church per se, but when I go and visit that church, I actually feel welcome. I feel safe in that church. Why? Because the pastor has opened his heart. There was a time that I would have never went to that church. But he has opened his heart and he has changed the message that he is preaching to his congregation. He is an outstanding example of what a man of God can do with the power of love. He is a married man with a set of twins, has probably one of the largest congregations in New Jersey, has some very, very powerful friends in not only politics, but in the gospel music world. The man is true to what he says. Now, I don't know that this is true, so I I can't say that this, you know, I, I probably shouldn't even repeat it because I don't know it's true. But at one point, let's put it like this. At one point, the stories being told was that he was, anti-marriage equality and that he had said some things that were not congruent with supporting marriage equality. He has changed. 
I don't know if he believes in marriage equality. But I did hear him give the message to his congregation that gay, straight, white, black, Asian, Latino, Native American, and everybody, therefore, in between and above and beyond are all children of God and should be treated as such. And he said that, and I was sitting there. So that man has changed. And so my, my, my hope and my prayer is that our Lord Jesus Christ is able to touch the hearts of those gifted and blessed with a congregation. If you have a flock, do not lead them astray.
Andre? Yes, Aunt Sarah. Why do we need love? Cause to make us happy. We do? Yeah. And after we are happy, what happens? We can do a lot of things. A lot of good things? Yeah. this message says I cry always the pain. Love one another. Stop all the fighting. There could be peace in mankind, but we have to trust and believe. One day we'll all be free. Love is all we need. This message is sent with My prayer is you'll take
Radio Sunday evening shout gospel music in the basement with Javon. I was about to say brunch in the basement with Javon, and that's because I was thinking um, that I needed to let you all know that next weekend there will not be any brunch in the basement and there will not be a Sunday evening shout. So next weekend we're all on vacation, and I will be back the week the following weekend, which is um, I believe the weekend of the 4th of July. So I think it's uh, July 2nd or something like that. So, um, yeah, just know that um, we will not have Sunday evening shout, nor will we have um, Sunday, um, I'm sorry, brunch in the basement with Javon. You know what else amazes me? That when this man made this record, Everybody was crazy about the record and talked about how anointed he was. Name of the song was Make Me Over. Lord, make me over. That's, that was his plea, make me over. And when the Lord did so, allowed this man to be free, be himself, and made him over, then a lot of people wanted to say he's no longer anointed. He's an abomination. But let me tell you something. The man can still sing. He's still beautiful. And he still has the anointing. Man didn't give it. Man can't take it away. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. 
Yes, that was Monifa with Jesus' love. And, you know, it just makes me think. And this is the truth. And you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, gospel music in the basement with Javon Sunday evening shout. God is my father. Today is Father's Day, right? We ain't even really talk about that except to wish our friend George a happy Father's Day. But I want to say happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to all the uncles, God brothers, big brothers, cousins, family friends who step in and help to be that man in the child's life, a male image, that father image is so important that strong persons who will protect you and in thinking of that know this I am certainly a child of God I am God blesses me in so many different ways I can't even count all my blessings I really can't it's amazing Every day that I wake up is a blessing. And beyond that, every everything that happens in the, the course of a day, I can see the blessing. Even in the things that frustrate me, because I learn from them for the most part, or they make me think. And so, of all the horrible things that happen, God still keeps me and carries me and loves me and gives me love and shows me grace and mercy. Why? Because I am one of God's children. Now, think of the biggest, baddest man that you know. I don't know if it's the Hulk or what's his name? Uh, I don't know, some big guy, uh, a young Arnold Schwarzenegger or Mr. T in his prime. Uh, big guys, right? The Rock. You see one of these guys walking down the street with their child. Are you going to pick on their child? Are you going to try to make their child feel some kind of way? Huh? I don't know that anyone listening to this show tonight would be so bold to send nasty vibes to the child of such a strong presence. So you can take it as a warning, take it as a blessing, as you take the knowledge that my father walks with me every day, not my earthly father. And thank you, Jesus, for sending me that man, stone to the bone, that's my daddy. I'm so blessed to have him. But my father in heaven is with me all the time. All the time. So when you throw in me shade, God sees you. When you're thinking you better than me, God sees you. When you're cheating me, God sees you. When you're talking about me, God hears you. When I'm talking about me, I'm talking about each and every one of us. Every single person on this earth is a child of God. 
then God walks with all of us at all times. So think about that. When you're not being nice to someone, their father in heaven and on earth is walking with them and sees you and hears you. You don't want to mess with somebody's child now, do you? That can be very, very slippery territory. Ask anyone who has a child that they love. What would they do if someone was throwing shade at them or treating them differently or being disrespectful or degrading them? Think about that. And I'm going to get off this soapbox and play some dance music or something because, woo! Let's see if Robin S. can pick me up out of this because I'm ready to fight. But I know I don't have to. The battle is not mine. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hi, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Sunday Evening Show. You can do this. I know you can.
more, more, more than enough for me. Hey, hey, this is Half My Home, and you're listening to Sunday Evening Shout. Got some music in the basement with Javon. God bless you. me when I 
That's a new hit song by Half Mile Home, our friends on the show. And um, sorry, I got kind of crazy tonight, y'all. I can't help it. When I'm passionate, I got to talk about it. And, you know, one of uh, my friends here, Sonia, is always telling me don't apologize, but sometimes I feel like, you know, I should filter myself because I have a responsibility. At the same time, you know, I got to say it like I see it. And how could we have the topic that we talk about and not talk about or not play a song by Donnie McClurkin? Hmm? How about that? Just for me. What does the cross of Jesus mean? It's more than songs we sing. Much more than that emblem of your chain. But it means I'm From the chains of slavery And the blood it shed Won't let my sins remain Oh my Upon the cross My Savior died The Lamb was That this world had never known. Oh, what love divine, so divine, true a love you never found. So that we might live, love came and died alone. Hallelujah. Well, the cross alone.
Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Came and did just. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Just for me, died on Calvary. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, Jesus came. Did us. We're ever grateful, ever grateful. Say now, just for me. each and every one of you who listens to this show, whether you're listening to it live or you listen to it later on at another time, whether you believe what I'm saying to be true, you agree or you disagree, we have to respect each other and we need to open the doors of communication, but we need to do so with love. I'm not going to be disrespected and I am not going to be disrespectful. I hope that's understood. That just because you say it's true does not mean that it's true. Just because it's your interpretation doesn't mean that it's right. Nor does my interpretation mean that I'm right. I could be wrong. But what I do know is that God loves me. There's no way that I could be here if that were not the truth. All the things that I have put myself through all the trials and tribulations that the world has put me through, I have survived for one reason, and that is because God has favored me. I am one of God's most precious children, just like you are. Please take that with you throughout your week, knowing, knowing without a shadow of a doubt, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that God loves you for who you are. Just as you are. There's not a thing about you that needs to change. Except, of course, if you are hurting others, especially in the name of the Lord. If you are using God's name in vain or the teachings of Jesus Christ to hurt others, then that's something that you need to, you know, reconcile with God. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, protect the little children, smile, be happy, and know that God is love, and love everyone. God bless you. Why don't we do this? Just play that song that Ma used to like to hear me sing in church all the time. Uh. 
don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. For its sky may turn to gray, and I don't worry about my future. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.